1: At LuckyLandSlots.com Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. With me this week, it's great to have him back, it's uh, Benji Lanyardo. Benji, Benji, as you'll remember, is, uh, well, uh, let's say, if you, if like me, you write countless magazine articles for Vogue and uh, Rolling Stone, and you ask the picture editor to find you a photograph of, uh, of a, uh, uh, a... Anything at all. A duck on, a, duck on a skateboard, or um, Shaking Stevens, <laughs> using a lathe <laughs> you would go to reuters or uh, getty images or one of those people but benji has come up with a business model that is an antidote to those corporations which in fact enslave photographers Correct. Don't they? and Very good uh, b- barely enough smoked salmon to for one <laughs> visit to the dark room uh that's have you been off reading, reading our, our, our business model <laughs> this um, is it yeah yeah, yeah. Pickfair is Benji's company, and uh, it is a it is a fair trade uh, photograph uh, depository, home of photographs, electric home of photographs, and that is our tagline. Yes, yeah. yes. If you're electric if you, home of photographs, so on. <laughs> the, home, <laughs> Bingo. the online home of photographs collected not in, in celluloid in a dark room, but online, online. That, I, I don't know how to answer that. That's perfect. Pickfair.com. Pickfair.com. Visit it and
2: look at the pictures is And we impression. actually have hired somebody via this podcast. They ah. discovered Pickfair. Through this podcast, through this podcast, yeah, a guy called Jay Douglas who is now working in sales for Pickfair, fantastic guy who discovered Pickfair through this podcast and is now working for us. That's
1: fantastic. We're putting people together. We're making connections. I think a lot of there were um, there were some people that joined the the LGBT the Pride of Irons group through, through hearing it discussed on this podcast. So ah, we, nice. we've, we've done good there. Also with us, um, and it's great to have him back, it's Tony Way. Hello. Tony, as you know, is a, an actor, a hugely, uh, an actor who plays a huge, very huge varying part, of, <laughs> a, varying, a varying tranche of roles he plays, many of whom are killed. Yep. I wonder if you've, have you been killed since, uh, has, have you played oh, a character that's been killed that's since you a were last on? Very good question. What have you been, roll you through, were on sort of. Through. November last year, maybe. So you've done successful, haven't you? Murdered successful. Yeah, I
0: may have. No, I didn't die in that. Didn't die in that. (laughs) I've actually survived since then. Excellent. You. I think I've sort of been beaten a lot too. (laughs) I mean, I've been beaten a lot. Right. From dying to beaten.
2: Notable death credits. Uh,
0: Every Ben Wheatley film, but but, about High Rise and the Doctor Who I did with Ben um... Uh, I die about two thousand to ten thousand times in live, die, repeat, because it's a time loop film. But I die in every. I mean, I die in everything.
1: But not um, since November. Yeah, in fact, I texted. I texted Tony whilst watching Game of Thrones, which I'd got I out, Thrones, which yeah. I'd got out of Crouch End Library on DVD, and I went, "Hang in there, Tony," or something. And he went, "You haven't got very far." Oh, that's <laughs> where I remember sitting there. Yeah, yeah, dying. Always just think about it. death, and then uh, yeah. my face yes. appears. Good for you. Um, but uh, yes, you're you're like Ben Wheatley's muse. You're like his muse, aren't
0: you? Yeah, I mean, that, like, um... sort of. I think you protect a muse, don't you? You don't just kill it off. No, no, I suppose not.
1: No. <laughs> you try to. Um, Alfred Hitchcock must have had... One or two blonde actresses that yeah. were in several of his films yeah. and were
0: probably ben, killed in. Ben obsesses over me just the way Hitchcock did over them. <laughs> over, over yeah. Tippi Hedren. He's always coming around throwing birds at me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There's the guy in Starship Starship Troopers who loses his legs. Is the guy who loses his arms in Total Recall?
1: Michael Ironside. Yes.
2: Michael Ironside. So that may, maybe that's The poor to move on man's to. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. Michael Ironside. Yes, yeah.
0: Well, the yeah. So the mid, so the mid level Jack Nicholson is. Um, Oh, what's his face? Christian uh, Slater. Slater. So yeah, this yeah. is the 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 budget version. When
1: Heather's came out, that was literally like a man doing a yeah. a jack. Nicholson, impression, yeah, it was Jay Nicholson oh, right, his cocaine. Yeah. It's extraordinary, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, during the course of this podcast, we will uh, we will talk about football at some point. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. since we were last with you, uh, there have been two games, uh, both of which we lost 3 2. The Bournemouth game, which Jim and I went to. Uh, Jim can't be here today, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, we we had a lovely day out to Bournemouth. I collected him from the Priory uh, <laughs> at um, about eight in the morning and uh. We got in his car, and and, and, and then I realised he didn't own a car, and <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of muffled shouting and banging from the boot, and uh, yeah, it was someone from the primary. Um, but we met up with Michelle Gabriel um, uh, and her son Tom, and uh, had a lovely day out, uh, bar the result. Extraordinary ground. It's 11,000 mm. 11, seats, Bournemouth, and it's really like uh, watching a... You know, watching Sutton United or something like that—the players—you can more or less put a hand on them as they take a throw-in. Sort of great, great to see that, and a contrast to our the Thunderdome yeah, that we're now in. Quite. That's what's that like? The upper Trevor Brooking stand. Yeah,
2: yeah, 11, yes, uh, probably yeah, about eleven thousand. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm jealous because the. The, uh, Bournemouth away was my number one away target this year, mm. and I fell short by one priority point. So you need to have about twenty odd priority points, or as Jim does in a away yeah. season ticket yeah. to get Bournemouth tickets because it's such a small. Allocation. The allocation
1: is one thousand. Oh, so yeah. you are already oh, right. nearly a tenth of their crowd. Yeah, really. that's if you turn up with a yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: right, Jim dibs on next year. Phil's gone. Phil's gone this year. I'm <laughs> taking next year. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's not how it works, Benji. Well, well, <laughs> that's I, not how it I, works. I just said
1: dibs, Phil. But it was a uh, no. That's not how it works. <laughs> It isn't it isn't, it isn't. it isn't how it looks. But um, you know, we can more or less sort of fold it into a discussion of the kind of Leicester game as well, because a lot of the same things we really are serially not coming out of the traps in, sure. in yeah. the beginnings yeah, of yeah, games. Yeah. Now we were doing that a lot at the beginning of the season. Obviously, the you know. Um, uh, West Brom away, we conceded, you know, like three before half time or something. Yeah. City away, yeah. uh, both I went to both of those games, and we just didn't turn up. You know, we just didn't. You know, the other team sort of come out of the traps really quick and we're just not ready. We're not ready for the whistle. Well, there's the two. There's two
0: West Ham's this this season. It seems there's the one that when we're losing, I mean, when we lose mm-hmm. a game, there's two West Ham's. There's the one that is just beaten within, but seven minutes. That yes, two goals. Two goals in then seven you minutes. have this the one that lost to Chelsea the other day, where they come out steaming for yeah. the first half an hour, 20 minutes, yeah. and then throw it away slowly. Yes, yes, And Chelsea were brilliant. I mean, you can't yeah, argue yeah, with that. Yeah. They were great. But that's the, we seem to be losing both ways.
1: Yes, that's right. Yes, terrifying. yes. Terrifying. Just- and it's worrying, in fact. I mean, you know, we are... Um, because both Bournemouth and certainly Chelsea, mm. I think some of us walked away from Chelsea going, you know, the mistakes were bad. Mm. But actually... There was a half a game of possibly the best we've played in, in that stadium, in yeah. in that Chelsea match, but sort of in the same game. And we're losing games playing badly and losing games playing well. And yeah. it's, you know, the possibility of being sucked in, it's one of those things like, you know, oh, it's going to be, the vote's going to be Remain and, <laughs> um, oh, Hillary's going to win. That you sort of go, you know, oh, we're not going to go down. We're playing awfully, but we're not going to... But, but you're kind of going, well, you know, lose... There There is a slight. These are two games we sort of were looking to win. Really, Leicester or Bournemouth, teams below us. Slight caveats on on
2: both, like Bournemouth and this seems to happen to us rather a lot. Bournemouth arrested their slide the week before we played the dead yeah. draw at United, mm. and Leicester, as we know, have, have absolutely turned 180 degrees since since Ranieri went. And and what we got in that first 20 odd minutes this weekend was Leicester of last season.
1: Yes, yeah, um, yeah.
2: and and to be fair to us, I guess Leicester of last season are one of the most compelling teams in recent Premier League yes, history. Yes. So it's yeah. not and again, <clears throat> as you say, Chelsea are Chelsea. And they, no. they, they were so brutal in punishing our mistakes, there wasn't a huge amount we can do. No, no. For, for me, the alarm bells aren't going, but there is, certain clear narratives are emerging, which is, we're really poor defensively at the moment. We're, however, you, you can sort of offset that by saying, when we get our asses in gear, we're really, really good going forward at the moment. It's just, you can't do both. You, yeah. You can't do both. Otherwise, you become a sort of Keegan-esque team that will, but but not quite good enough to win those games.
1: Tony, your dad had a f- texted <laughs> you five words to describe yes. so, the game. Yeah, I couldn't it's, make uh, it to the
0: Leicester game because I was on holiday. on holiday. So, the match report from my dad. I said five words. He's he's texted me what reads out actually a bit like a odd haiku. It's five words. Yep. But he's given some brackets to each oh, yeah, yeah. Slow mm-hmm. to start, mm-hmm. steaming at the finish. Blind first half passing, shy of the ball, nervous for the future.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't
1: know. So, how. No, I think that's right. It? I think um, a sp- everything in the second half that worked in the midfield didn't work in the first half. Every pass in the first half was under hit or over hit. Um, someone, you know, went for a give and go that didn't come back to them, or someone. You know, gave the give for a give and go, went, and the person didn't see the go. <laughs> right. You know, they just, they, they, too many players in that first half were below par. And actually, there were some that were kind of below par for the whole game, I thought. Uh, oddly, until he went off with his injury, Obiang was sort of out of sorts. Mm. Uh, Fernandez, when he replaced
2: him, was excellent.
1: Fernandez was excellent, Yes, yeah. best, best game I've seen him for West Ham. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, Antonio, I thought. Uh, you know didn't have his best game for us and and what what, by his high standards but but what's very apparent about him and this this doesn't change really regardless of whether he's having a great game or a bad game is he has no guile (laughs) whatsoever there's just no you know he isn't a sort of Sometimes when they're really cooking, sort of Obiang and Lanzini and Noble and maybe, you know, someone like Ayu, certainly Sacco and Valencia last season, had almost Arsenal-like intricate ball play between mm-hmm. them. Antonio would not really be a part of that necessarily. No, and
2: Lan- they picked out Lanzini for that match of the day. And, and, and what they were saying, as always, match of the day, is, is slightly hamming it up. But he has developed this kind of confidence and centrality in our team over the last few weeks that... Is the epitome of that guy. The, the thing with Antonio, it reminds me, I can't remember who, I think it was Barney, Rene in the Guardian, once described Lukaku as a runaway fridge. Where, <laughs> and, and Antonio's got something of that yes, about him. That yeah. When he gets going, my mm. God, you try and stop it's him. But, but you're right, he's, yeah. he's, not a, he's not a player of real sort of subtlety.
1: He's a, he's a bit like a, you know, perhaps not quite as good Moses. And, and, and I remember saying about oh, Moses last Moses. season. He's better than mm. Moses. Uh, ooh, I'm not sure I'd agree, but but you know, so let's say they're the same. But they they're, they're <laughs> slight self starters. They quite often begin whatever it <laughs> yeah, is they do, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. sort of do yeah. it all on their own. They yeah. don't link up plays, not really part of their sort of game. But um, yeah, but too many of us, you know, it was. Uh, like an, you know, another one of your dad's words. Because the thing about passing, but also slow. We just came out the block mm. slowly. Leicester were really at it, and we weren't. We mm. were just not at it. Same with Bournemouth. Bournemouth, we also. I suppose one thing that, that that joins those two games is that because of the injury to Noble, the Leicester game for for about sixteen minutes or something until Reed went off went. Uh, had the lineup that people were slightly crying out for. Pushing for, yeah. Kayati not at right-back, but mm-hmm. it holding midfield. Byram, who is a right-back, at right-back. Uh, Lanzini in the middle rather than on the wings. At, at Bournemouth, it started with, the guy you want in the middle is wide left. Um, the guy you want will ride right is up top. Yeah. Antonio, Fagouli's out on the wing. Kjaergaard who you want in the middle is at right back. Everything is that like, just needs moving around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean,
0: Q- uh, right back is worse than Antonio at right back. I don't
2: think I'd see anyone worse at right back. Byron was another positive to come out of the game, I think. Ultimately, I I think Byron's got a low ceiling. I don't don't think you're going to get much more ever than an 8 out of 10 performance for him. And I think he was sort of bordering on maybe 7 at the the weekend. And and another positive, I thought, was Ayu. It it is very, very clear that Ayu is a significant upgrade on Fuguli in that position. He's got a real brain on him, Mm Ayu. He he cocked up his one-on-one, and that was... Really difficult to take, but mm. broadly speaking, I think
1: he's a good footballer. He's and I paid twenty. 20- I totally he's into his own We paid twenty million slowly. pounds yeah. for him. Play him, yeah. surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and he's better. And he's also he's better than Antonio up front. With yes, Carol, you I know, so. uh, or yeah. close to Carol. So, However, you're playing because, because he has, he because he does have a bit of guile about him. Antonio should be on one of the wings yeah. running So, do you, know, do you agree that,
2: that, that, that our, right now, let's assume Sacco's permanently crocked, which he kind of is, that, that our perfect front three is Carol with Antonio and you either side?
1: Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would sort of, because we've seen twice this season, uh, Bilic fix, a problem by either going from three five two two four four two, mm. or f- the other way around three five two two four four two. Uh, that might have been what I just said, but you know, <laughs> the, the other you know it's gone from one to the other, and from the yeah. other one to the previous one both times. So I think we should have the we should have the capacity to switch to the other form, you know, in, in all yeah. games, and we sort of generally do.
0: But the slight issue you have there is that you are completely and utterly relying on Carol I mean, there's nothing else you can do. About no, that. no. Uh, I don't know. We must have other strikers on our books. I don't know why
2: none of them are. <laughs> well, Calieri given, and Fletcher—they're never given a go. I but Carrot like, Carroll is, is a vastly superior player to any of those. The only person when that he's can, fit, when
0: That's, he's fit, sure, he can't play ninety minutes
1: every week. It, just, yeah, I agree. No, Sacco's
2: back in training, which is encouraging. But you know, he, he's but more I, of a croc than Carroll. But a, I think the under story though. Know.
1: I think you know you've got to. Billich has to have a look at his kind of out and out thinking and tactics if it is if Carroll is that guy because the fast attacking breaks that that, that Leicester, you know, predicate their sort of style on. That was a bit like us last year. You know, mm. away at Arsenal, away at Liverpool. Mm. It was breaking with pace, and Carroll doesn't give you that. Carol Sure what what he does when a sort of allardyce type four five, sort of four five one doesn't work. Is he sort of comes and joins the midfield now because mm-hmm. he gets a bit bored? So you're kind of playing with six yeah. guys just running and around weirdly, in the middle. Of he half.
0: used to be pretty good at breaking, Carroll He just isn't Do you know what? given that chance anyway. Oh, we- you don't play that way when he's no. there because he's so big, you know.
2: Well, totally. And a few weeks ago, I can't remember which game it was, I think it was Chelsea. Um, I found I found myself I found myself asking myself a sort of almost metaphysical question, which is: if you are breaking with Mark Noble and Andy Carroll, does it still count as a break? Yes, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually happened, and it was genuinely hilarious seeing <laughs> us yeah. trying to break. Yeah, with yeah, those yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, sometimes you would get a sort of a, a, my, a, a sort of a breakette involving (laughs) Mark Noble and he would literally sabotage his own break by doing that 360 degree (laughs) thing he doesn't go right I better slow this down let's (laughs) slow things down now and I'll I'll go to two yards further back from where I just was by doing my 360 degree it's quite
2: clever it's working out do you know I haven't got this in me so I'm going to stop it right now yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah I know
0: we're running out of time but can I just also give a special mention to Andy Carroll's fabulous airheader which led to their second goal yes it was extraordinary yes. he sort of headed it with his ponytail yes and then it, it was brilliant
1: that's happened twice for goals because yeah. um the west bromwich albion equalizer was defending a corner if Carroll yes. um sort of in a way unchallenged had risen to head the ball away we would have won that game 2-1 uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but Obiang, just the top of Oviang's head took it away from yeah. uh, from Carol's head and they scored yeah, uh, from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're just going to take a little break now and we'll be back after this.
2: Such as Mr. George Decay. Star tricking
1: across the universe.
0: For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk.
1: Welcome back. Um... But the second half of uh, that game, it did have... There, there There were positives. I thought Byram was very good. In the second half, we did a lot of putting crosses in, but I felt they were slightly speculative and not really to anyone.
2: Carroll's not quite at Pete Carroll yet, where he's causing absolute havoc. He's, he seems like he's just a yard short of quite a lot yeah, of these balls. Yeah. And, and, and I hope within a few <laughs> weeks he's there. I mean, as you said, mate, like... You're always just wincing every time he goes after oh, a horrific. header. There was one where he kind of like did this Superman dive across a Leicester centre back, and you're just thinking. Andy, you know what happens periodically yeah. to your body. Your you're, joints are made of spaghetti. Is this really <laughs> the right thing to it's do? It's that combo
0: of that you, you really admire his commitment. but
2: yeah. the yeah. then you're so fearful he's going to smash the pieces. Well, Billich that. said it himself in one of his standard columns. He was like, I'm having to tell, tell Andy Carroll not to give 1,000% in training. I was like, <laughs> well done, Slavin. But then Andy Carroll got injured in training the next week.
1: Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. yes. Um, because that you know that happened a lot, especially with Jarvis and downing in the team, is that they it seems that they're almost honoring their optimus stats more than <laughs> seeing what's happening in the game because Jarvis would. You know, sometimes you'd see him think about hitting it low across the box and go, "No, I'll, I'll dink it to sort of head height, regardless Anywhere. of whether Carroll's there or not." So head, it just gets yeah. caught by the goalkeeper, and that happens. Schmeichel caught quite a few on Sunday mm. in the second half. Well, he, and, he and was exceptional. Think, yeah, I sort of think why make that cross if you really aren't. 80% sure that one of our players will get it. When you've got two big blokes, central defenders in the box and a goalkeeper, and you sort of put the ball at the, the perfect height for any of those three to deal with it, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, it's sort of. I'd rather hit it low and hope that there is a bit of leg pinball, yeah. you know. I mean, and, and, There's the, the, always the crowd of,
0: of just have a shot.
1: It's, yeah, yeah. It's, a,
0: it's sort of it's not a tactical thing to do but it's sort of true sometimes yes. you have a proper shot Yeah, you don't yeah. always have to search for the thing
2: you did in training the slight caveat is is that if that game had lasted for another 20 minutes we, we, we would have won it and and even though the way we were playing up to Carroll an unfit Carroll was, was, was slightly um, repetitive he did actually I think I was, I was looking at the stats he created four goal scoring opportunities he got an assist mm. he won 20 odd aerials like it, I don't actually think the problem necessarily necessarily on, on Saturday was anything chronic or really fatal I, I think that ultimately we were up against a team that won the league last year and when I say that I mean that was the Leicester team they were playing in the way that won them the league last year mm. and I think we have there's a slight expectation management thing going on here and I, and I wonder if you're going to come on to talk about the Mark Noble comments in the week yes, because yes. ultimately right now we are a mid table side we are sort of plus minus three three positions maybe Mm -hmm. and there is part of this this move to this new you know Coliseum that I think a lot of fans are are now suddenly expecting instant uh, grandeur and an inevitable march up the league and when Mark Noble said do you know what some of these fans don't actually know what they're talking about I agreed with him (laughs) and he got a hammering for it and and, and so what's happened in the last few weeks is we lost to the the team that are running away with the league we lost to a very very good team at home in Bournemouth Mm -hmm. who had just come out of a slump when teams come out of a slump Mm -hmm. they tend to move on with momentum and we just lost to to last year's champions I don't think this is any kind of crisis Uh, I think it's just
0: frustrating in that it's a lot of it is unforced errors yeah Uh, it's defensively and it's those bits of the defense that every single fan has been complaining about for the last two seasons Mm -hmm. and they haven't got a a
2: decent right back but what is it I can't well, I put there's my finger on it with our defence like what is our problem in defence I sort
1: of- well at the beginning of the season I think a defence works as a unit and, and those those uh, you know the Watford the, um, the West Brom and the City because our fullbacks were like you know there was this new guy because Cresswell wasn't there and then there's an attacking midfielder at right back so our fullbacks you know I think they sort of you know they work a lot, sort of, with each other, uh, the back four of a team, and I think that Good that, time. you know, Ogbonna and well, actually, at the beginning of the season he started with Collins, and uh, I've sort of come to, onto that in a minute because mm. he just doesn't, you know, Winston Reed was injured. There's a centre back on the bench, but he'd rather move an attacking midfielder mm. to the centre for, to send about than play Collins. You just go, well, I'll sell him in the summer. Also, that you know. We can't really and and we won't, but why did you then sell Tompkins if, mm. if you know yeah, if yeah, if, well. if you if you sign this, you know and and we say aging, he's thirty three and I've Vincent Company's probably about thirty three. There's mm. lots of you know, mm. for a central defender that's that's not particularly old. But he did sign a thirty three year old to a new contract and let a twenty seven year old go. Yeah, and and then played Collins over Ogbonna, which seemed like a mistake at the beginning of the season, and then dropped Collins, and now Collins is really sort of out of the frame. Twice, I think, he's had a central defender on a bit, on the pitch, but moved someone else to the central defensive position. Oh, instead I, I'm of lane,
0: surely Collins would make a better right-back than a midfielder. I still Wouldn't, think it would be... If, 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 yeah. if you're getting to the point where you're getting an attacking winger... To, to play be right, right back. back. Yeah. Surely Collins is a better choice. No. If he's I think if, if anything, Painfully
2: Phil, slow. what you're saying right. about the issue with continuity, I think that probably, if you had to put your finger on one thing, that's probably it. I think I, I, I remember... Um, looking up the last time we played a right-back at right-back for two consecutive mm. games. And it was something like last February. Mm. And actually since, I remember mentioning that on this pod, well, suddenly Chiate's become a right-back. He's our latest yeah. mm. yeah, yeah, right-back in inverted commas. So, yeah. <laughs> but the
1: thing about the you know the level we're at as well is that Byram, you know, people on you know social media are, are sort of rather sneery and dismissive about Byram, don't think he's mm. very good. But, uh, you know, at the level we're at, he's... He's our level, you know. Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. And, and another, another thing is, I mean, I thought, I thought that um, Saturday. Oh, by the way, I thought Masuaku. Masuaku's got the. He's got well. the chops of a midfielder. Mm. He's he's uh, he got a great range of passing. Kills a ball When it's passed to him No matter what speed He's a, quite a flashy Footballer mm. He's quite a classy player He is one of those That then might be Really suspect defensively And yeah. certainly was At the beginning of the season I feel
0: season. that there's A few players That have come in At the beginning of the season Late last season Who have been Just written off Yeah And they've never been Really given Maybe they have been Given a second chance They've certainly not been Given a third And they're just they sort of they don't get clapped on. They they get almost sort of ironically sort of cheered when they when anything good. I I mean, Faguli scored two games back and three games back. And there wasn't a, it wasn't a proper still It was true. really yeah. Yeah, strange. It still kind of written off. Thinking, going, oh, yeah. like a sort of ironic ankle. It's, it's to do with no, what we scored, were, we were
2: sort of told, I guess, is that, you know, this This is a... And, and this is this contributed to Paya leaving, I think, is, is that we were told that we were going to be getting some real blockbuster signings, mm-hmm. and, and, and we just didn't. The Fuguli thing, I've I, I, I realised what it is that does my head in about Fuguli. Um And it was the thing that did my head in about, about Masuaka until this game. He has an amazing habit of doing something really good and then instantly doing something really bad. <laughs> yeah. Just as you're like, ah, do you know what, that Fuguli's all right. He'll do yeah. something stupid. Yeah.
1: And vice versa. Um, Fernandez, I thought, was very good when he came on because I... Uh, It really made me cross with Fletcher and Fernandes is that, you know, while they're at that age, a commodity that you should really be able to rely on is youthful enthusiasm. And I've seen them sort of come on quite a lot and kind of just do their job a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a game, I can't remember which game it was, but um, um, Fletcher started and didn't once try and close the goalkeeper down Right. when a back pass went right, in right. and the second half he did and I think the whole team had had a rocket but, but it's it, like when you're young that's exactly what you should, you should yeah. scamper around like a terrier I remember for the what Joe Cole was
0: like when he was young yeah. very young and yeah. Look at Marcus on, Rashford this last few seasons yeah yeah, yeah. given absolutely. his chance he
1: sees sort of, absolutely yeah, not, and uh, Fernandez, just, yeah. yeah I just sort of saw you know Fernandez go sort of shoulder to shoulder with someone and sort of give up because they went past him but I think being told See what Obiang does. You do that. Mm-hmm, do yeah. that. Do what he does. That's the best bit of football I've seen um, Fernandez play, and I thought he was good. I thought he was good. I'm I'm encouraged.
2: I think you're right. He did a bit of everything in his sort of cameo. He was mm, good. He, he broke quickly. He broke up play in the kind of Obiang role. Yes. He distributed the ball well. All all of the subs. Who, who was the third sub? So there was Masewaku who did all right. There was um, well Byron Fernandez. came on and. Oh, no, Byram started. Uh, so, Can't, Oh, Snowgrass came on, didn't Snowgrass, he? Snowgrass, yeah. Um, actually, I, I was referring to Byron. The three players who you might have put Christian Marks over
1: acquitted themselves quite well, I thought. Hmm. Um, before we leave it, Randolph, um, you know... I, uh, history's been a little unfair to Adrian now, I think. Again, in talking about the kind of level of footballer that we can... We can realistically expect to get there seems to be a sort of slight um disconnect when people think about goalkeepers compared to outfield players mm. is that the people you know people sort of don't complain because antonio is not as good as Messi, <laughs> but goalkeepers don't escape that at all it's like no. you know and uh, adrianne you know one of the sort of facebook groups that 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 goes with this podcast uh, this is someone who just absolutely just hated adrian from the beginning really? He kind of went his distribution's awful and i sort of thought well i've been to every home game i think mm. and i've seen him sort of kick it into the crowd accidentally you know mm. maybe twice you know in this week that this guy says oh his distribution's awful um qpr and man city came to us um Joe Hart kicked it into the crowd accidentally and put his hand up in apology, and Robert Green did. Once each in either of those games. (laughs) If you've seen it twice from Adrian in 19 home games, and, you know, two guys come that you only see once, and they do it once each in that game. It's like that thing when, uh, in the the Avram Grant season, about three times in half a season, Mark Noble over-enthusiastically tackling, gave a free kick away, sort of just right. outside the area. And now it is a bit like that, you fuck one sheep joke. People <laughs> still go, oh, Noble's a, liber- he's a, he's a liability, yeah. he gives away things. You go, no, you just remember that. And it's that's totally your right. lazy piece of p- armchair
2: football critic, football, pub assessment. Football fans are amazing at turning a few isolated events into it. chain That's what, what this playing playing player's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, um, the, the thing with Adrian, the problem I have, is that I'm unable to have a real prop a real opinion about him because when he scored that penalty uh, yes, against yeah, every, exactly I was going to bring he, it, he yeah. stole a piece yes. of my yeah, heart absolutely. forever yeah. therefore my judgment cannot also, be trusted that should <laughs> be he should be one was amazing last <laughs>
0: he really yes, he was. was he, was. Yeah, he yeah. really so, was I mean you never ever would have guessed he would be the second choice keeper this season at the end no, of
1: no, the no. season no 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 and I and I, and I actually I think they're of a very equal very level similar. They're, absolutely. they're they're um, Randolph is really bad at coming off his line. He's really indecisive at mm. coming off his line. Adrian is very decisive. And oh, yeah. the, the thing that got him dropped yeah, you're right. was he yeah. was wrong. Yeah. But at least he made a fucking decision. They're both got their off ups, his line. They're,
0: they're both great keepers. Yeah, yeah. I'm ama- I think that the thinking would have been that one would be for Cup and Europe and one would be for Premier. Yes, yes. And those have we don't gone know away. <laughs> so now... <laughs> would I you think take Joe chosen, Hart? Would you take Joe I think Hart? you'd be mad not to.
2: So, so would you put him, because I think what, what Phil's saying is totally right, the margins between a great goalkeeper or a perceived mm. great goalkeeper and a quite good one is relatively slim. And uh, whilst I think that Joe Hart probably is in an echelon slightly above those yeah, two yeah. too not dramatically. I don't but, think so. so. I think yeah. if
0: you're, there's only 11 of you, aren't there? There's, only, mm-hmm. there's 20 of you, 20 you're the, and in the Premier League, which means you're probably in the top fifty goalkeepers in the world if you're a Premier yeah. League goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. So they're all gonna be pretty they're good. All right. you're totally Otherwise right. you're not I mean, there. If they
1: didn't make mistakes, goals wouldn't be scored. No, and it's yeah. rarely their fault. Yeah, yeah. It's so rarely And who really for? are the
2: world class keepers in the Premier League? The ones that you can absolutely say like Without hesitation, it's probably Courtois. Yeah, it's, um, it's what's his check name at Spurs. His, his check, time. check is on his on his way out. Well, yeah. you
1: know that guy uh, that Watford have now, Gomez. Mm. Who he, was, he looks all right to me now. When yeah, he first yeah. came to Spurs, he they spent quite a lot of money on him, and he was kind of calamitous. Yeah, yeah. So he was sort of tarred with this brush of he is a joke. Yeah. He is a joke. Would you and remember he's a, ab- he's absolutely? Not. And he's You're absolutely right. fine. Would you remember
0: Check's first game when he moved? If you if he'd come from oh, a yeah, team you didn't know. yeah, you, you, you would have won this guy's sign. It's only because he was at Chelsea all that time before.
1: One thing that came out of uh, the, Portsmouth ga- um, sorry, the Portsmouth game, the Leicester game, um, which we'll talk about, uh, uh, I, uh, as you know, I get these emails from the club, uh, uh, we often do, and this one is uh, there's an email from the treatment room, uh, from Stin Vandenbroek, who is head of medical and sports science. And I thought I'd read it out. It's one of the things uh, uh, he says... Um, on top of a disappointing result, the Leicester game has taken its toll on the squad. Pedro Obiang suffered a serious ankle injury and will miss the rest of the season. Manager Slaven Bilic sees this injury, injury as a direct consequence of his being picked to play for the team, and a vindication of his decision earlier in the season to leave him out, even though it was obvious to literally everyone in the world that he was really good. If Pedro hadn't been repeatedly playing football, said the manager, this horrible injury might never have happened. In not playing our right-back Sam Byram at right back, or at all, I may be saving his life. <laughs> Winston Reed, arguably in the form of his life, was therefore furious after limping off with over 18 minutes on the clock. He raged. <laughs> but ever the fighter, he vowed to return stronger than ever. He boomed. Winston then enthused about his new defensive partner, Jose Fonte. He gushed. <laughs> a hamstring strain will force Mikhail Antonio to withdraw from the England squad the medical staff will slow to recognise this injury as one of Mikhail's trademark goal celebrations involves clutching the back of his thigh and grimacing with pain Mikhail is distraught at missing out on an England place as he's been working closely with choreographer Arlene Phillips on a goal celebration which involves picking up Raheem Sterling and holding him aloft whilst the rest of the players bow down you know like that bit in the Lion King Mikhail's rehabilitation has already begun Paul Work allows players to mobilise muscles whilst keeping weight off the leg, and Michael has already created several Busby barkley style routines with a local girls' synchronized <laughs> swimming team. Once he's able to put weight on the leg, we intend to start Michael on some gentle pop and lock before moving on to moonwalking with the development squad. Medical staff hope to have him back in time for the Arsenal game, for which he is preparing a celebration recreating Tony Adams' drink-driving conviction. <laughs> so, uh, but those Thanks those Steve. guys are right. out. Excellent a read uh, Obi no. ends out until the end of the season. How about Anton- Antonio bad San Antonio? Well, he's missing the England game this week, and they think he could be four, four weeks, oh, something shit. like that. And yeah. Reed, they think could be four weeks as well.
0: well ter- Reed is more terrifying. to yeah, yeah. I think midfield we've got cover, but I
1: don't know what we do.
2: No, no. We do we look a Reed. bit of a different team without Antonio. I think there's less yeah. thrust. We're less dangerous yeah. Yeah. in the break. Yeah.
1: But I think yeah. IU coming in maybe yes, sort of that right. might I think be. the oh, not
2: was very ordinary. I thought mm. against. Lester. I mean,
1: he's yet to have a game
2: where I'm like, oh, this guy, Snodgrass. yeah. 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 Because he was, he was a real, um, he was a big fish in a relatively small pond yeah. at Hull. He's yeah. actually a sort of medium-sized fish amongst other medium-sized fish I think we just had to, to splash
1: out. some cash, didn't we? If Hull yeah. went down, we could get him for four million in the summer. Well, yeah. I thought yeah. it
2: was purely, a, a, it was just a replacement for Piae's free-kick free kicks, delivery. Or, you know, free-kicks and corners. But actually, he only takes the ones
1: that are taken on the right-hand side. Oh, Lanzini's back. one good, wouldn't it? Well, oh, yeah, so, good, really. so good. So good. And the keeper didn't fantastic. even move. The keeper who was having the game of his life didn't even move. No, no. You was, know.
0: I, I mean, now he'll probably take all of them and he won't score. Off the top, but Cresswell scores good corners, yeah. as, uh, well, takes good free kicks. Well, this yeah. is the
2: irony is that. Is that our, our, Lanzini's free kick or free kicks are exposing. Hold on, why do we spend eleven mil on Snodgrass again? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's a funny one. We'll, we, see, we'll, we'll see. We'll We just
0: keep buying midfielders. I don't know why yes, we absolutely. keep buying. We can't yeah. help us, with. and <laughs> yeah. they're all free good.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, it's not, not the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, Torre, we must get rid of him because <laughs> of, still it's like Ayu is exactly. the good. It's like Ayu. IU and Antonio are the good Figouli who is the better Torre. All of them are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, take the one yeah. off the yeah. bottom. And now we've got Snodgrass as well. It's crazy. Yeah. Snodgrass has very little pace, though. Um, yeah, you're so You right. know, and one of those guys have got to have pace. I think Fuguli is quicker than IU, but IU seems to have a better range of yeah, support. Of control. Yeah, what Faguna does fish. with
0: the speed is not always the no, great results. No,
1: no.
2: I, I worry with Snodgrass we've fallen for the classic agent's trick of player has amazing <laughs> yeah. half a season and mm. it's like, quick, get a move.
0: Yeah. Interesting, we've got Hull next, haven't we?
2: Yeah, I'm
1: going. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I've i got a ticket. I might not go there. <laughs>
0: it's a long way. Hull <laughs> yeah, <it> is, <laughs> is
1: the European
2: Capital of Culture, it is, it is. Is that is. this
0: year or next year? Yeah.
2: I mean, you can never tell. what You know, so I
1: mean, cultural. whatever year it is, it's going to be roughly the same <laughs> hole. We know it's going to have it's going to have like a bonfire display and a little wax museum. Well, I, I'm
2: looking forward to the football, but also the
1: museums. Yeah, you know, yeah. because they do they have
2: do they have those? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. There'll be musicians.
1: There'll be musicians. Museums of. Uh, industry up in Hull, presumably. i not just, it's isn't all right? of the North, but if it's the capital of culture, there's
2: old docks. You can docks, have a good yes. look at the old that's docks, right. docks. Sure, it's the capital of culture. Surely, you, you can't move for culture up there. I mean, that's, that's what I've heard about of, that's why I'm yeah, going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we have to wrap this up. Um, we could briefly sort of say a sentence about uh, um Last week, it was sort of deemed uh, convenient in a way that Noble had an injury that sort of dropped him out of the team because – and I didn't really see this article, but, uh, but, but there was a uh, – I think I saw articles that quoted an article that pre-existed, which was Mark Noble, you know, lashes out mm. at fans and says they don't know what they're talking about, which sounded very un-Mark Noble, and I think in context – it, it it was uh, to do with the fact that he had been getting a lot of flack on social media, which yeah. I haven't really seen. Any I've seen quite flack, a lot of it. Yes, and and yeah, it's, yeah. it's
0: it's. I think the the more, I think he probably had a couple of bad games, and then the the more extreme people on He's Twitter and Facebook yeah, just yeah. go at him. And I think yeah, and then it gets the reporting of what he actually said is insane. Yeah. he didn't say anything. That
2: and I've got to say the, the response to to, to Mark Nobles. <laughs> a couple of bad performances mm. and something that might vaguely irk them is ridiculous if you are having a go at Mark Noble mm. on Twitter or Facebook have a long hard look at yourself yeah, yeah. that like we no one will ever claim that Mark Noble is some sort of Iniesta but in terms of a club servant, someone that represents who we are, and and frankly, has continued to be good enough to be, let's say, in our squad, maybe not always in our mm. first team, despite mm. the fact that we've improved and improved and improved over the last five, ten years. The guys are marvel, and, mm. and, and I, I really can't understand the, it.
0: The, the weird conspiracy theories that it gets to with some of these people that on the more extreme com- the more extreme commenters of, mm. because he's Mr. West Ham, he always gets a game. That's the only reason he gets a game. Yeah. And it's, then you can just go in a circle and say, yes, well, it's crazy, isn't hey, it? how did he ever get there if he's that bad? Well, actually, you know... Do you, know what, you put, put
2: Mark Noble in, into the middle of Arsenal's team and they'd play better. Yep. They, he is a leader. He might not be... We were talking about this at the weekend, Phil. Mm. He might not be the best player. He might not actually be good enough to get in our first eleven. Mm. But the impact he has as a captain is significant. He's well, just made a couple of mistakes. Yeah, really. That's it. He's, he's been a slight victim
1: over the years of his versatility because he, yeah. he started as a kind of an attacking midfielder mm. and it was Alan Kirbishley that sort of made him play as a kind of holding midfielder. And then you thought pretty much that uh when we went down to the championship and that if Scott Parker stayed, you'd mm. be saying goodbye to Mark Noble because this new bloke was going to turn up called Kevin Nolan. And you thought, right, well they'll be yeah, they'll yeah. be the heart of the midfielder. But he sort of um you know, Allardyce played all three and yeah. then Parker went and it went back to being noble again. These and are the you same sort of he's out of the door. These would be the same
2: fans, I'm sorry to say, that will have been losing their shits because he didn't get in the England squad last year. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like, yeah. it, the, the people have got such short memories yeah. and when it comes to someone like Mark Noble, um, he, he has earned our respect and also a little bit of forgiveness when it comes to the occasional yeah. Yeah. bad performance. Yeah. Also, yeah.
0: The, also, I think that every fan has the right to say he's had a bad game. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so they shouldn't be lumped in with the people that are just sort of just full of
2: bile really. Yeah. Totally right. That's
1: it. Unfortunately, well, it like that, a, the, um, because Allardyce was such a kind of divisive figure, uh, Nolan then by default became a kind of touchstone for kind of argument Mm. in that people, when, when you said, or one said, or I said, because I did, uh, He's a bit of a stumbling block in that midfield because someone more creative like Joe Cole when we had him or Ravel Morrison doesn't go in that kind of number ten role where mm. they don't actually have to run around. About it. They've just got to be a kind of linchpin. Well, no, Nolan goes there, and that was mm. a shame. But that's again isn't really a reflection on Nolan's ability. It's a reflection on the manager, sort mm-hmm. of you know, yeah. uh, and 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 any any flack that comes. Noble's way because there are perhaps better players in than him in that position isn't a reflection on Mark Noble. It's a reflection on the manager. Yeah. I mean, you so, know, and if the manager sort of so doesn't recognise if maybe Noble does start to hit the downward gradient of his career... He might need a game off. Yes. He might need half a
0: game off. I think that, that if there is really. a problem, you're right. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, y- and
1: you're
2: out. totally right. The bile is almost its a symptom of, of, a, of a broader trend on the internet right now, which is having a having an opinion isn't enough. It has to be a very yeah, strong it's, opinion. It's, well, yeah. the,
0: the, the stadium itself, its not. Yeah. it can't just be oh, there's some problems with the stadium. Yeah. There has
2: to be, Ah, oh,
0: and the things they say about it's Karen a Brady. When they're yes, about the, yes. That
1: sort of stuff, I agree. I nice. Take a look at yourself. Completely agree. All right, that's it for uh, this edition uh, of Stop Hammer Time. With me have been Benji Laniardo. Good night. And Tony Wayne. Goodbye. Uh, come on, you irons. Give software
0: vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone tech.com to find out how. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social
1: Podcast Network.